What if the person you thought was your angel revealed themselves to be the devil in disguise? On today's case, Mrs. Okorocha says that her pastor husband's commitment to sin and skin has her wanting to seek sanctuary on her own. She says her pastor husband, Mr. Chapman, would rather find solace in a vice than in their family. And she's had enough. Mr. Chapman says nobody's perfect and he's doing the very best he can. Let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Okorocha versus Chapman. Thank you very much. Mrs. Okorocha, you're here today because you say your husband of three years doesn't value his family, has terrible spending habits, and you actually suspect he's cheating. You say you've reached your breaking point and you're ready to file for divorce. Yes, Your Honor. And Mr. Chapman, you say you're here because you don't want a divorce. You are a pastor, and right now, you're trying to save your marriage through prayer. You say your wife has a long list of issues with you, but she fails to recognize her own faults. Yes, Your Honor. Okay. Ms. Okorocha, um, you guys have been together for six years, married for three years. You actually have a child together. How did we get here, ma'am? Your Honor, I'm your court today because my husband has been dancing with sin. And if he doesn't get his act right together, I'm done and I'm through. In fact, I submitted my application for divorce. Mrs. Okorocha is not playing right now, Mr. Chapman. Are you fighting for your marriage? Yes, but she has some infidelity, too, in the marriage. Oh, so I'm gonna learn a whole lot about this yes. marriage in a minute. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Okorocha, why don't you take me back? You all met six years ago. We met on my birthday. I was downtown, leaving the club with a few of my friends. He pulls up with big boom-boom bass speakers. He hops out of the car with lime green shorts, a bright hot pink shirt, glasses with the lens missing, and he passes us Bible tracts. He tells us he's a pastor, and he invites us to Bible study. A couple days later, we went to his church ministry, and it was very true what he said. He has a home where he houses men, women, and children who are in transition to help them get off drugs, alcohol abuse, drug recovery, and family reconciliation. So as time went on, me and pastor begin to date. But you made some serious allegations, um, but the way you met sounds really, really fun. About a year into our marriage, we had got these contracts. Mm -hmm. And through those contracts came in big money that he's never seen before. So when he got this, got this contracts, these checks, he stopped coming home. Uh-oh. And when he was coming home, he was coming home extremely late, and that would cause us to argue. What occurred? The contract was new. And so when we got them, we had to, I, we and her both had to go in to get the operation off the ground until we hired employees. So me and her were working these 24-hour shifts. And when people wouldn't show up to work doing security, we did security, and so we had to go and check on them to make sure that they were at the site where we placed them at. Mm -hmm. You get it, like at malls, apartment Absolutely. complex. And what many of them would do, they would go to work and pose as they were there for 12 hours and show up, you know, or they would leave periodically. And if I didn't have nobody to replace them right then and there, especially overnight, 
me and her would have to work those uh So, jobs. Mr. Chapman, so I understand work. I 100%, I understand work. But with work with no communication is what leads to confusion. So, did you communicate what you were doing with your wife? Because yes. that's what you she have called, the obligation she called, to do. She called me when I was out in the beginning and the times when she's saying I was staying out, which was, it's not true. I was, she, I let her know where I was. Now, I may have came in later. Objection. Yes, he did up to that, to that part. That's the truth. But I told him, I have a solution. Let's put the workers on GPS. Mm-hmm. That way, you don't have to leave the house and go check on your workers. Very smart, Mrs. He Delphorger. said, I'm a business owner. You're not a real business owner. You, you joining my team. I think I know what I'm doing. So when he's saying that he communicated with me, that's a lie. Because I blew up his phone, blew up his phone, blew up his phone, blew up his phone, and he didn't come home the next day. The first day he got those contracts, and I put them on GPS. He did not come home to the next day until 7 o'clock in the morning. And his elder is a witness to that. I was working a job, Your Honor, yesterday. You don't, working a job how? And when then, I, put, the, I then, put them on GPS. Hey, hey, ma'am, ma'am. It was only once or twice after no. that. No, I've... Stop, you're lying. Was it multiple times that he yes, you're on him? Um, how many, it was how about many three times? or four times. Okay, three or four. One day, he decided to preach Bible study in Colleen, Texas, which is about an hour from Austin. So that day when he was preaching, he was preaching specifically on how husbands should be faithful to their wives, mm-hmm. how married couples, you know, should be strong. My two-year-old, she kept crying, and the spirit was telling me, I can't bear witness. I just, I can't bear witness to this preaching. So that day, I decided to, to, to put my other phone in his car. And that's when I found out, because my other phone had GPS on it, that's when I found out that my husband was going to three different strip clubs. The very last one, I caught him red-handed. I ended up parking my car right behind his car. I walked into the club stepped behind him where he couldn't see me. I pulled out my phone, and I went Facebook Live. And he was sitting at the table with, full of nude women. I was crying. I was That's praying. That's not true, Your Honor. That's not true? No. So you gonna see I was him sitting lying? at the table by myself. Oh, and I my didn't have God. no money visible, and I didn't have no alcohol. Oh. And she came up to the table, and she was talking to a woman that was sitting, uh, like, at another table. Not at my... Where I was sitting at. I was sitting by myself. And she started talking to them, asking them that they know me. I just would like to know, what were you, Mr. Pastor, doing at the strip club? We were having problems in our marriage at that time, and I kept telling them... And you decided to solve them? Because it's so interesting. Hey, I'm wrong. You know what? I'm going to tell you both of y'all. I'm going to tell both of y'all something real quick. If you are supposed to be a representative in the community for integrity, for faith, and for steadfastness, in the strip club is not the spot for you. Period. The end. And I that's just that. the truth. I received that. And ma'am, if you really are going to try to make a marriage work, at some point, you have to say to your husband, where is the problem so that we can sit down as a couple and resolve that problem? And I just can't imagine that tracking your man and showing up and putting it on Facebook for the world to pass judgment is the best course of action. I found out that the brother that he said that he was going to go drop off in San Antonio was really a stripper that he was in infidel with. I told him I cannot, I can't do this no more. He doesn't make me feel beautiful. He doesn't make me feel loved. I'm married to a pastor. He's going to the strip club. 
Looking at other women. You got Lottie Dottie and everybody in your business on your social media. And at some point, you might decide to look at your husband and say, you know what? I can forgive you. I don't know if that's going to happen, but you have now just told the world what a dog he is. That impacts on his money, his ability to do his job. That impacts on you. It impacts on your family. Every single short-term decision has long-term ramifications. And short-term decisions on both of y'all have brought you in the middle of a courtroom right now with children between you, okay? How do you build a family on this kind of confusion, okay? Where is the rock, pastor, that the family's supposed to be built on, okay? See, you don't need to come up in here and start preaching religion to me. You need to come up in here and talk about a relationship with God that leads you down a path that allows you to put God in culture and walk in his steps as best you can. That is true faith. And you know that better than anybody, I bet. That's true faith. That's true faith. Don't be bragging about religion. You better share your relationship with God or it's never going to work. I'm sorry. It's just never going to work. I don't like playing with God. I don't like that. That's not going to work. And all of this confusion led to y'all no longer even living together. What's going on with that, man? Your Honor, one day he told me, I'm going downtown 6th Street to go minister to a brother who used to be in the ministry. I found out that the brother that he said that he was going to go drop off in San Antonio was really <clears throat> a stripper that he was in infidel with. I told him, I, cannot, I can't do this no more. He doesn't make me feel beautiful. He doesn't make me feel loved. Imagine, I'm married to a pastor. He's going to the strip club. <laughs> Looking at other women. So you decide to act out. He going to act exactly. out? You decide he to act out. He tells me, be natural. I don't like the long lashes, the nails, the makeup. But then those strippers have long lashes, nails, makeup. And this has been going on for nine months. Don't tell me how to dress about my nails and my hair and my makeup and how I act when, when nighttime falls. You got a reversible mask. You're a whole nother person. Mr. Chapman, you... So that's... I'm, finna, I'm going to any attempt to be restored right now. That's the process I'm going through right and now. And so did you... Let me, let me guess. You moved into your own rehab facility. Yes. And let me guess. You are, quote... Ministering to yourself, or are there some other counselors? I'm there? sitting down. I haven't been ministering. I've been sitting down. I have other people over me, so I'm I'm sat down right now. Do you want to know the real reason why he moved out yes, of the house? Yes, I would love to hear he, that. He cut to the chase. The real reason why he moved out of the house is because by him going to the strip clubs, that led to drug use and drug abuse. Oh, so you just went for the trifecta of sin. You just decided if I'm going to step out, I'm just going to step out. That's really when. Yeah, that's but when by the, by the grace out. of God, I believe that I will be restored. That's why I'm here today, and that's but why. But you I'm... know what you have to do to be restored. Yes, yes. See, the scripture is so beautiful. The scripture is so beautiful, but it's a guide to live by, and quoting it doesn't make it in you. Have mercy on me, Judge. Okay, and and guess what? I'm not. I'm not that girl. You know who's gonna judge you, and it's certainly not Judge Star. 
So the first thing you need to do is not let any man or woman take you down a path where you disrespect yourself. I'm holding in my hand an original petition for divorce. Do I put them back in the envelope or do you want them? If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. Your Honor, my family is broken. This man needs help. Otherwise, I have to. I have to call this. Call this. I understand quits. that you actually brought divorce papers to court today. Yes, ma'am. I, th- this has been going on for over nine months. Nine months. Nine months. There was a point in time where he relapsed while he was in his ministry, and a group of his pastoral friends got together. They were throwing some holy water on him, praying over him. He was out of it, so he claims that he doesn't remember that. Sir, are you in the middle? of trying to redeem yourself? Or are transition. you in the middle of... I'm in transition. And, and what's this transition? Well, it's like the Sarah. It's... She has issues, too, that she needs to work on. But where our problem is that when we went to go seek counseling, she don't keep her end of the counseling Neither uh, do guidelines. you. Neither do so you. If they, do you keep your if counseling? They say, I'm, not, I'm not arguing with you, ma'am. Uh... I'm talking to the judge. So if she say, if they say, hey, look, do not cuss, do not act out, uh, respect your husband, sh- and if I... I'm going to be real straight with you. You are never going to get the respect of, the, of your wife if you don't act respectable. One what about does... the times I was, judge? I'm not talking about what you were doing. I'm talking about what you are doing. You up here acting like you're supposed to be the, a man, but you got to be a man. One does not demand respect. One commands respect. When you command respect, you walk into your house like the man. I have never heard anybody take no accountability. Honestly, this if you are really and truly... I just took um... accountability. I just said I was wrong. I fell into sin with the woman that she's saying. I'm going to tell you that right now. If she don't want to say that in front of you, And that's how many other hers. more women? Just one. Oh, so, no, that's life from the bottom so, of the pits of hell. So, if she don't want to tell you about her going overseas to Cancun with, a, with an airplane pilot and staying seven days over there... That's yeah, that's true. what I'm talking about. That's not true. I did go to Cancun, but I didn't go with no airplane this pilot. This woman left the nation. You want to tell her the reason United why States. I went to Cancun? You want to you tap into she that She said some, a man on her Instagram, she shared a, her... She vented to him, say, girl, you ain't got to put up with that. And he bought her a ticket and she went over there for seven days. I didn't know where my wife was. And people was calling me and saying, man, your wife living it up over there. Uh, Rob, uh, excuse me, object, object, your honor. <laughs> yes. Let me, let me uh, clear that up. Yeah, people The day before me. I left to go to Cancun, Mexico, my husband came in the house with the wristband that said VIP, and we all know what goes down in the VIP section in the strip club. Well, Clearly, don't act like he's you're not just taking action. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not dealing. No, I'm not excuse a saint. me. I don't care who is a saint and who is a sinner, but what I do hear is a complete, total lack of respect in a marriage. You are not an ongoing, respectable husband. I, I, I can agree with that, ma'am. Yep. So guess what? 
Divorce is never pretty. It's not a tragedy, however. A tragedy is when you stay in a marriage where you are unhappy. You know that, right? Yes, Your Honor. Because I'm looking at this, and it says that you, Mrs. Ochiroka, you are 32 years old. Yes, ma'am. Yes, Your Honor. And Lord willing and the creek don't rise, you have a lot more living to do. And you have a child, a son, or a daughter? Two girls. You have two... seven. Two girls. And they're little girls. Yes, Your Honor. And they're gonna watch the way you act in this situation. You know. Right? Yes, Your Honor. So the first thing you need to do is not let any man or woman take you down a path where you disrespect yourself. And don't allow anybody to push you in a direction that would take you off your path. And, sir, I can appreciate you say that you are in a transition. But that transition does not include continuing to disrespect your wife. That's just not the way that's gonna work. I'm holding in my hand an original petition for divorce. Honor, you got a pen? He needs to sign the papers. No, actually, because you brought the case, if you say that you're ready for the divorce, you need to sign the papers. And here's the deal. I'm not pushing you to get a divorce because can't nobody tell you how to do your marriage. Nobody can. But you have to be honest with yourself. I remember when I was coming out of my marriage, I said, you know what, I want to work on myself. I had this whole big, long list of what I wanted. Let me make sure I stand up to that list. So what I'm saying is, get your list together, but not your list for him, your list for you. So you can come to whatever relationship you're in as a whole human being. Because you can't love somebody else fully until you love yourself fully and not put up with shenanigans. And, sir, I know that you claim that you are in transition seeking redemption, and I'm gonna take you at your word on that. We all fall down, but it's the grown man that gets up and does better. So, sir, from me to you, it's time for you to do better. I got the papers right here. Do I put them back in the envelope, or do you want them? Your Honor, I would like for my husband to get help if he can't be stable in that facility, then I'm going to sign the papers. Mr. Chapman, you cannot walk in that shadow of being a man of God until you first are a man. Okay. I'm going to put these back in the, pay, in, the, in the envelope for now. But I'm going to hand them to your wife. And this is not a threat. It's a promise. If you don't get yourself together as a man, you're not going to have a wife. What a hot mess that was. Oh, yeah, I mean, pastor has all these infidelity, drugs, strip clubs. Yeah, right. I'm just sitting here because I remember my grandmother. She said most pastors are called. He was called from across the hall. (laughs) 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 She may not sign the papers today, but she gonna sign those papers. Oh, yeah, I think she took them with her anyway. Yeah? Yeah. She should.